Hello. Thank you so much for downloading the latest episode of Bees Pod. We're really sorry it's been such a long time since our last show. There's been a whole bunch of things going on behind the scenes involving various new children, new jobs and new things happening both on and off the pitch for the Beast. Today's show was recorded by myself, Ian and Mem after the 1-0 defeat away at Stevenage on April 1st. It's a very short show, 12 minutes, um, but it's a little insight into how we're feeling about the team at the moment and things on and off the pitch. Hopefully we'll have a couple of episodes coming up before the end of the season in addition to some really exciting interviews with some ex players so thanks for listening stay with us and hopefully we're back with a very full service very soon enjoy the show Em and I are walking back from uh, watching Barnet v Stevenage today uh, away at the Lamick Stadium Bees have lost 1-0 um, Mem initial thoughts on the game it was a shocking game of football really really just like the worst advert for League 2 football just terrible <laughs> okay and I think was that your first game under Kevin Nijin? Yeah. And what, um, what, what were your thoughts on that? I just look at it and I just see a very disconnected team with very little um, confidence. And just in the final third, we seem to have fallen apart. We just don't seem to have the quality anymore. Um, today, Stevenage weren't, weren't that great aside. They were right in the first half. But in all, if all fairness, it didn't really trouble our goal. And, and, uh, but, and we got into so many good positions and just the quality wasn't there. Uh, and in terms of what you made of the fans' reaction today to Nugent, they clearly weren't very impressed with him or with the style of play, particularly uh, in the first half. Do you feel that he's going to make it to the end of the season? Do you think this is the end? What, what are your views on that? Do you know what? I think, I think what's the, the, the basis of, of the anger is the, just the sheer disappointment in, I think, everybody had their heart set on a name manager coming in and, he, and everybody was underwhelmed by him. And so basically it's just got worse and worse since because uh, we're just struggling so badly. And of the players today out on the pitch, we saw um, a couple of players who have come into the cup quite recently. Uh, Ruben Bova, I think, was the first time we've seen him play to Tonda as well. What did you make of them? Do you think they impressed? Were you getting a sense that they're an improvement on what we had before? Or what, what's really changed, do you think, since our, our run in January and December? I, I liked Tonda. I thought, he, I thought he did very well today. Um, he had a good battle against their right midfielder and I thought he came up on top. And actually, to be honest, he seemed to be our regular out ball out the back. Um, so I think Elliot Johnson's got a little battle on his hands for that position. Ruben Bova in possession, some of his... I mean, the ball he played for Kinde in the first half um, when he put Kinde 1v1 was unbelievable. It was an incredible pass. Yeah. But in the centre of that scrappy game, I think it was a bit of a poor decision because sometimes I think as a manager, you need to uh, manage the, the pitch as well and manage the surroundings. Yeah. And on a bobbly pitch like today, probably playing Ruben Bover in the centre midfield with the ball bobbling all over the place was probably not the smartest idea. I mean, what do you, what, one of the things you commented on in the first half was our inability to get hold of the ball uh, in the second phase of play um, and it was kind of bobbling around. What, 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 would, what did you put down to that? Was it a question of shape? Was it a question of technical ability? What, what caused us not to have a grip on the game in the first half? Do you know what? I think it's really strange. I kind of feel like there was like a lack of um, enthusiasm for the team because the ball was... There were some, some situations where a ball was cleared out of defence into like areas where defenders if, if you were breathing down their neck would make mistakes and the enthusiasm to get up there and real, really put pressure on them wasn't there and I was really surprised by that I, thought, I felt that um, 
the energy, there just doesn't seem to be the, the sort of same sort of energy I've seen from these, these same set of players under um, Rossi and, uh, and Henry. Does that indicate perhaps a lack of fitness? I think Nugent commented himself on the fact that the players had only been doing a couple of sessions here or there and perhaps the, the regular strain of playing sort of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday had kind of caught up with a few of them. Do you think it's that or do you think it's more of a sort of motivational issue which the manager himself is probably more responsible for? It's confidence. If you're confident, you go, you're going to run through brick rules. Um, if you're not confident, you're basically going to, in some respects, you're going to hide. And I think there's a lot of players out there hiding. Um, I commented on Twitter that I felt there was a mentality issue with the team. And actually, I'm, more, I'm convinced today after watching the team that um, there is a mentality issue within the team. I think, I think they've, they've kind of slightly bottling it. Things aren't going well, and now they're not really... They're not doing the same things as they were doing a bit earlier in the season. And do you think that that mentality issue can be fixed by Nugent? Do you think it's his responsibility or do you think it's more of a, a malaise that's been among the squad for, for a while since Alan left or since certainly Rossi and, and Henry's good run came to an end? I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe the, the weight of expectation, as soon as we suddenly got excited and everybody got a bit carried away with the playoff talk, I kind of feel like the, it's kind of slightly crumbled from that point. Um, and players were starting to... I think the thing is, when you start to believe your own hype, you start doing things that you wouldn't normally do. Um, and, I, and, I, and I wonder if, because um, there, was, there was already starting to dip in the form um, towards the end of Rossi and, and Henry, which is probably which is the reason why I think T, uh, Tony Kleinfoss panicked and brought in Nugent. And in terms of Nugent himself then, he's come in, his record's pretty poor. I think it's now just two wins in the, in the games he's been in charge against Cheltenham and that win against Morecambe away. Do you feel as though he's the right man to take the club forwards or do you feel that it's worth you know, waiting to the end of the season and, and making a change or even making a change now as some people would want? I'm not, I'm not actually sure whether or not a new manager, again, another new manager, would actually not just contribute even further to, to the kind of malaise in the side. Um, another manager coming in and starting all over again with him, his methods, actually some players would just, I think would just end up switching off and I don't think it'll make a... You know, when you, we've had what this could be our fourth managerial change if you decide to do that, and I think players start to switch off and they start they stop listening. Um, you know, a new manager comes in and goes, "Oh, we're going to start changing training, we're going to start changing the tactics." If you did a fourth time in the season, I can't see the players really catching. So I think the players, some of them, probably are already on the beach. And do you feel as though, in terms of looking forward into next season then, with this kind of downward trajectory, do you think that unless we do something drastic that will continue into next season, or do you think actually this is just a case of us reaching a high point of seventh, realising we can't make the playoffs and are sort of simply seeing out the season in quite a tepid way? Well, I think, I think we are going to see out the season in a tepid way, to be honest. I, I genuinely think that, um, that if we'd finish the season off strongly, then it would have been a great kickstart for the start of next season. Um, but I think the way it works out, I think, I think the summer can't come quick enough for a lot of the players. Um, and I think they'll probably, it's inevitable there's going to be a new manager. Um, an agent, maybe that might be the best, best place to start with a new manager beginning pre-season training. Doing it at this, this end of the season, yeah, I mean, he might be able to learn a bit about the players. I don't, I don't, it's, it's a difficult one. It's, like, it's, it, it's just the, whole, the wind has been taking out everybody's sails for this run. And do you feel, are you definitely saying then that you don't think Nugent is the right man in the long-term situation or, because it's quite a strange one, TK has given him a, a one, well basically a contract to the end of the season which would indicate that he doesn't necessarily see, either he's doing a sort of relatively sensible thing of giving him a trial period or he's saying actually this man is not the, the one to take us forwards into the long term. So in your opinion, do you think it's, you know, he is going to be here at, say this time next season? 
Um, he's definitely. I, I, it, look, there's no way. If, if Nugent's here next season, I, I'd be shocked because I think that the thing is, is there is a real negativity from the supporters now. I mean, there was calls from Nugent out literally in the first half, so I can't see him here next season. I mean, the problem is, and it's. I, 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 I was talking to um, to Richard, who was a guest on uh, on, on the show before, about the situation. Uh, earlier on and and I kind of feel like that TK has kind of done it's done this it's got this mixed message because what he's done is he's got all excited about the playoffs and then we've thrown we've we've brought in all these players in and usually when you bring all these players in it's it's usually done as kind of like a long-term project but it was like you don't expect a bunch of new players to go straight away kick hit the ground running for a playoff running but then on the flip side to that is he's gone to Nugent and he's rather than saying Nugent, okay, you've come in, you've impressed me with your presentation or whatever you've done in your interview, you've impressed me and here's two year contract to implement what you've done. He's gone, he's not really done that. He's gone, here's a few months and that's not really either. That's, he's not really given um, a huge amount of confidence to, the, to Nugent either. So he's kind of like, this is, this, this is kind of like a, a middle ground. There's no like, do you know what I mean? There doesn't seem to be a, a real focus, a problem from the top from the top especially and do you think that's something that has been existent in Barnet for a while now because you know as ever when things go wrong people start looking at longer term trends and saying well Cleantis has you know been here for X amount of years and we're still roughly in the same position as when he started because um, I remember having a few pods ago we were talking about how the club was in a great position before Christmas with all the youth players coming through all of the hive kicking off um, and, and you know a good side on the pitch so is it all doom and gloom or are we just in a sort of a moment now where our short term prospects aren't particularly exciting I think we started you know, stuck in a rut. I think um, uh, we've still got all that brilliant off the field stuff. There's still loads of talented players. I'm sure we saw Shomerton today, and he looked lively when he came on. Um, the, uh, do you know what? And, and people, people all protest, but that you know, it's inevitable. It's gonna, it's gonna happen at some point. We need a director of football, okay? And I know people are gonna go, oh no, you can't do that. But let's let, look, look around all the clubs in the in the country now. They're all going director of football way, and the reason is, is because you have money men like business people at the top to make money and make the books uh, and make you know and, r- and run the books they shouldn't be making footballing decisions we need a f- proper football man to take them decisions off off TK that's somebody that he will basically trust to go in there and appoint the right manager go in there and oversee things in the club rather than let look, which essentially what uh, in my opinion what Kianfos got is he got really excited got really carried away um, when we, we put ourselves in a playoff situation and I think he lost sight of the, of the bigger picture and I guess finally then, in terms of moving forwards in the short term at least until the end of the season, what, what would you hope for for the final uh, you know, you know, 10 or so matches of the season, 8 or so matches? What would be your ambitions really for us at this stage? I'd just like to see us get a run of, just get a run of um, results together. And, and, and also, it's, it's so, the thing I'm interested in finding, um, obviously talking about, if you were talking about a bit more like the analysis of today, it was very disjointed in the final third. Um, and I, I mention this all the time, but it's something that um, that Guardiola says. Guardiola says, I set the team up, okay, to take you to the final third. And when I take you to the final third, it's up to you to do the rest. So we get to the final third and we had loads and loads of really promising situations. But in the final third, we were all over the place. Balls were coming. There were situations where you, if, 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 if you put power, you know, if you put a bet down, where's, where's Jamal Rice Campbell going to put that cross? You knew he was going to put it on the back stick. And we had situations where we had two guys on the back stick suddenly run to the centre of the goal and the ball's gone behind them. It's, it's Basics. basic disconnecting, you know, it's just disconnection between the team members. Lack of um, communication and lack of um, any kind of, um, what's the word? Um, 
Kind of cohesion, I guess. In yeah, terms cohesion, of understanding. So it's, it's that final third we need to work on because apart from that, we looked, we were always in this game today. In like we've always been in all the games we've played under Nugent. And just as a final comment, you mentioned at the end and also in the first half, supporters getting frustrated. We went to a side today, this is their eighth home victory on the spin, and we managed to, as usual, keep keep ourselves in the game, uh, albeit a frustrating one, up until the last few bits. So, just assessing today's performance, just as a final note, did you think it was a good performance? Was it a bad performance? Was it one whereby you would think, ah, you know, we're going in the wrong direction? Or was it one whereby if we'd, you know, got a goal, which we probably may have, I think we deserved probably get a goal on, on our performance today, we would be talking about a very different set of emotions after the game if we'd got a goal we'd have come right from that saying that was a hard uh, hard earned 1-1 draw but the problem is, is in the context of, um, of Nugent's run of form um, it's a disaster to a lot of supporters um, tell out of context I've seen so many games like that where we've basically gone thrown the kitchen sink at the last thing and, and not been able to score a goal and lost 1-0 away and we've all gone oh that was unlucky we put our effort in and let's be fair a lot of them players did put a lot of effort in and they were still to the last minute trying really hard um, but it's the context of the situation. Is is that that's now only one win in what nine? Okay, one win in ten or so nine. Yeah. One win in ten. It's just you know, in that respect, in that context, it's not good enough. Okay, well, uh, thanks for joining us, man, on this brief uh, podcast. We'll let you rush back to the uh, your second child <laughs> you managed to escape from for the day, and uh, hopefully we'll have another pod very soon. Thank you, mate. Take care. <laughs>